Greetings, beautiful ones. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. Leave that shell at the door. You see, a lot of us are running around here living in our shells. Some of us are putting muscles on our shells. Some of us are putting makeup on our shells. On this platform, leave that shell at the door. Just be free, be comfortable to be who you are in your own skin. Let's be slugs for a little while. <laughs> Everyone is welcome to this show. There is no judgment on this platform. We keep it clean and we keep it cool. All right. Not because See you of later. Desperation, not just mental conversations, communication. Thank you for being the first guest on my official podcast, Snails with No Shells. Women. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so everyone, yes, I am Miss BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. And my first guest, the one, the only, Mr. Chris Enlighten. I need some cheering hands. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, sis? Love it. I love it. So, Chris. Let me see. Where do we start? Oh, my gosh. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. I'm Chris Enlightened. Um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about me. I grew up with humble beginnings. Well, most folks say the hood. Um, I usurped my divinity at an early age. I started reading a lot. Um, I started meditating at six years old. And that helped me, like, evolve my consciousness at an early age. Made it out the hood, found my wife at 15, were great friends for three years. And uh, we fell in love, had a daughter, been married for 20-some years. We've been together 27 years. We've been married for like 25 years. Um, I'm a spiritual teacher. I'm a, a solar adept. I'm a martial artist. I teach Wing Chun, Kung Fu, and Salat. I'm a public speaker. I'm a five-time Amazon best-selling author of the books, The Enlightened Taught. It's a metaphysical spiritual book that will guarantee to titillate your frontal lobe. Great poems in that book. Um, Poverty consciousness, wealth consciousness, dissolving your limitations, and consciousness equals choice. You can reach me at my YouTube page, The Enlightened Journey. I help people connect with their ancestors. I help people um, dissolve poverty consciousness. I help people... Um, dissolve all their negative financial karma that's been bequeathed to them from their ancestors by burning ancestor money and things like that. I'm a solar adept. Uh, the list goes on and on. I'm a poet. The list goes on and on. Let's go. <laughs> yes. He's like, winning. <laughs> winning. Yes, that is his catchphrase. He's saying winning every day, all day. And I love it. I love your energy. Love it. <laughs> Very inspiring. And so just a little backstory um, about um, Chris Enlightened and me. We've been knowing each other since we were uh, about six, seven years old. <laughs> yeah. We've been knowing each other for a long time. And um, we just recently found out, maybe within the last couple of years or so, that we were actually on this spiritual journey together. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm so excited to have you um, a part of this journey. Yeah, this part of my life. You know what yeah. I mean. 
It's very exciting. I love it. I love it. It is exciting. Um, for years, it's just been me and my wife. Mm-hmm. So to bring other people in, it's always good too, you know. So now we have a spiritual dream team of people that's yes. out here winning spiritually, financially, all aspects of life. Yes, I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh! And, you, and I, I, t- I told him to tell us a little bit about ourselves, about, you, about himself. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! You cover, you covering all, all the bases. Yeah, real love quick. It under a minute yeah I, I see you got a nice pitch i gotta learn i gotta take some notes <laughs> <laughs> that was off the dome that was off oh the dome. <laughs> okay that was awesome that's off, <laughs> i like off the dome i do i do yeah so um do you have um are you working on anything right now? You said you, you, I heard really stood out for me was, of course, the poetry, because mm-hmm. um, as you all know, I'm a poet as well. Um, so that's one of many things that he and I share. Do you have anything coming out? Anytime? Yeah, I'm actually working on two books right now. Um, my sixth book is going to be a book of poems. I haven't named it yet. I'm trying to think of something really, really subtle, but hits you real hard. So I'm just thinking about what I'm going to name it. I'm going to be dropping that on my birthday, October the 18th. I got about 50 banging poems that's going to just really blow you away. Amazing, amazing. And um, I have another book that I'm thinking about dropping in June called Information Entities. And it's about of consciousness floating around you at all times and depending upon what frequency you're vibrating on they adhere to you oh wow yeah yeah it's pretty pretty good people need to know this stuff absolutely absolutely because we are in the aquarian age Mm -hmm. yes and it's important for the for the collective to get on board Mm -hmm. with this, this frequency that we're on indeed absolutely Okay, so I want to ask you a question. Sure. What you said you um you met your wife at fifteen. Yes. And um and she too was on this spiritual journey as well. Unbeknownst to each other, yes. Yeah. So what is it, like? What is that like? What is that like? I think people, you know, dream of having that um that uh, spiritual mate. Um, mm. Because it seems like being in the spiritual, I don't know what you want to call it. I don't like to call I don't know what you want to call it. Just being well, on this journey. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, it gets lonely. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're doing this growth or evolution and you step into this this new um, paradigm, it's, it's lonely, you know? Well, well, one thing when you, when you do, in the beginning, it does feel a little lonely. But after a while, you're going to realize that you have so much around you. You're going to feel like you have this team around you at all times. And that lonely feeling will dissolve. So in the beginning, it does feel a little lonely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But after a while, you're going to feel like I have my ancestors behind me. I have the creator behind me. I have all these entities around me that want me to win around me. I have my higher self looking out for me. And you won't feel as lonely. Now, on the physical level, you might feel a little lonely still. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be real with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you're going alone. If you're going alone. But whenever you tap into this other like subspace domain that these spiritual folks are on, like myself and you, you realize you got a whole family out there, right? Right in plain sight for years, just waiting for you to come out so they can greet you. 
Like I'm your family now. This, yeah. this is not the first time we've um, incarnated and helped each other out. You probably helped me grow spiritually the last time. You know what I'm saying? So we're in this everlasting cycle of helping each other. My soul sister, spiritual sister. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually we're going to evolve to the, so we won't even have a need to have a need to be here on earth anymore. So we're helping each other out and we're doing our duty. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love it. I love it. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, (laughs) he's confirmed if you're on this journey, it will be, it will feel lonely at first. And that's okay. This is normal. That's a normal feeling for you. Yeah. I think we, I think we have to um, evolve past the need to have a need to feel lonely. You know what I mean? And when you feel lonely, you're going to continue to feel lonely until you evolve past that need. Uh-huh. You know? It takes some time and practice, but when you um, have a knowing that there's so many other beings around you, you really feel as if you were the team. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's very important. Very important. So, for you, your experience has been a little different. Right. You've been on this journey with your spiritual mate. What is that like? You know, um, time stands still when you're with someone that you really love. Because even though we're aging, we've been together so many years, almost 30 years now, I still see that same essence in her that I seen when I first met her. Mm. So it's like we're on a, a first date infinity. You know what I'm saying? Because we really get each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've had dreams of being in other lives together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Wow. People, people dream of us, you know, but I just feel as if when you find someone you love and they love you back like you love them, it's a gift from the gods. And when you get a gift like that, you treat it accordingly. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I treat her as if she's me and she treats me as if I'm her. We have an everlasting one and an everlasting one that's a divine union. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't have to worry about all the other craziness that most humans worry about. Because, you know, if, you, if you're giving someone your all, it's really hard for them not to give you their all too, unless they don't love you. Mm. Yeah. So if you're giving everything to someone and you're fighting for them to love you back, they don't love you. Mm. Mm. Fighting. Yeah. Can you talk about that would that go up under um, uh, the subject of fighting for your limitations? Would you consider that? Indeed, I would. When you fight for your limitations, all limitations, you get to keep them. And unfortunately, we've been taught and conditioned to fight for things that don't serve our highest, higher purpose. You know, mm-hmm. you tell someone, stop doing this. Uh, I would because... You tell them stop doing this. Um, if I do that, uh, they always have an excuse. Mm-hmm. But excuse mm-hmm. is nothing more than the currency of losers. Ooh, ooh, say that again. Ooh. Excuses is nothing more than the currency of losers. Ooh, ooh. We have to stop using vernacular and lexicons that losers use, and start using wealth words, winning words, words filled with joy, words of power. Don't ever speak anything negative about yourself or anything going on. Because when you do that, you create a bridge for those negative forces to find you. Mm. Mm. Wow, that's good stuff. 
That is good stuff. So I, I want to ask you, can you give us an example of what, um, what's uh, somewhat what a limitation? What limitation might someone be fighting for? Maybe they don't even know that they're doing sure. it. Sure. Now I don't want to say I have all the answers. Okay. I'm going to talk about my perspective in my life. So I'm going to give a a perspective that I've experienced myself. Okay. I used to be champion of the cursing. Every sentence had a cuss word. It was a part of me. Um, it was my environment coming up. You had to curse if you grew up in the hood because when you're young, you ain't trying to fight every day. So sometimes you, you would lower your vernacular and talk negative just to stop people from fighting you all the time. And as I grew up, that became me. And as I moved out the hood, that part of me, that, my hood consciousness was still there. And I was getting hood results. I couldn't get right. I wasn't winning. But when I changed my vernacular, it, it unlocked something within my reality. Now I haven't cursed. I mean, every now and then if I stump my toe, hurt myself, that, that comes out because it's in my subconscious mind. I'm not thinking about it, you know. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I don't curse at all. You know, and my life has changed. Wow. You know, because I realize what curse words are. I feel as if they're the language of demons. And they force you, they um, unknow you unknowingly invoke their energy in your lives. Mm. Wow. But that's just my experience. I've been winning since I stopped cursing. So I'm going to keep titillating myself verbally and keep winning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's that's interesting. That is very interesting. I think I, more people need to hear that, you know. Mm -hmm. And you know you um you know you hooked when you fight for it to not stop. And I'm not gonna do it because mm -hmm. currency of losers and fighting for your limitations. Give it a shot. It's not gonna hurt you. Right. You have to ask yourself, why am I fighting for something that was born for negativity? It wasn't born to make people feel good. Mm. But that's a whole nother radio show. <laughs> we can talk on that all day. Exactly. But you'll be back. You will be back. Okay. I accept in advance. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hmm. So, okay. So that, that was just the beginning of the, uh, the conversation, you guys. Now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. The topic for the evening is lying we're going to talk about lying mm. okay so i guess that we'll, we'll probably entitle this one stop lying <laughs> right yeah well, let's let's dig more into that you know me i always feel as if the gods hate liars they hate when you lie to people but they really hate when you lie to yourself you know what i mean mm -hmm. they hate nothing more than you lying to yourself and when you lie to yourself, your reality becomes a lie. And your the, the sediment within your foundation of whatever you're trying to build is built out of lies. So it can't stand for long. So for me, I try to speak truth to people. And I just speak from a place of giving. Everything I do, everything I say is for the betterment of mankind. I think humans have the innate ability to know when someone's lying to them. I'm speaking from my own perspective. This isn't parroted information. I'm not reading any of this. Okay. This is what I've come out with 
because I've experienced it. And I think we need to start talking more freely from a place of experience and not a place where someone else has read and they giving you their interpretation in literary form and you eat that and it becomes your truth. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, I do. I do. So I like to live by my no system, the things that I know. I don't live by my life system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's just me. What about mm-hmm. you? What do you think, Brandy? What I think about lying? Yeah. Ooh. I think that lying, it definitely it's it's one of those things. I once you tell one lie, then you gotta tell another lie. That's that's for me, that's the truth. Then you have to tell another mm-hmm. lie, then you have to tell another lie. And um being on this journey, oh, it it becomes it, it becomes it, it becomes heavy. Line yeah. it, it gets really heavy. Then there's like a kind of dissonance where you're like, mm. I'm trying to be, you know, this better person. I'm trying. Okay, and oh, we, we talked about the word trying too. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In itself. Mm-hmm. But we'll just keep it for now. Then we'll talk about it. Okay. You know, and then when you then it's like lying. It, it hits me. It, it it hits harder. I think it's harder when you're on the spiritual journey, because like you said, the guys don't like it. You know, I think a lot of beings out here that are here to help us. Mm-hmm. They don't. I don't think they care so much for what we say, because I don't think they use the same guttural language we use to communicate. Mm-hmm. So I I know that they read your mind first. They want to see what that soul, like, what his spirit, like, what is this human's consciousness like? Oh, okay. he's trying to evolve spiritually. He's He wants to help the betterment of mankind. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure things tend to go his way more. And that's how my life is right now. Things mm-hmm. just tend to go my way. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have any issues right now. I don't have anyone hating on me because I'm not trying to get anything. I'm just giving. And mm-hmm. when you, I get paid more and blessings than I do with fiat. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's and that stems from me not lying to people. Mm-hmm. People donate to me mm-hmm. be- because they say I help them. And all I'm doing is sharing my experiences. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I implore everyone to do is like write a book about poetry, yourself, anything you want. Just put a little bit of yourself out there that's going to help someone else looking for light find the light. Like mm-hmm. the books I write, they're a part of me. But this information, man, it just seems like it's been bequeathed to me from a divine source. Yes. And I got to get it out. Yes. I got like 20 books in me, but I want to flood the market with 20 books right now. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to make no money that day. So I got <laughs> right. to make people wait a year. Right. <laughs> right. So you, I, I love winning. Winning. Yes. Facts. So you would say that lying really affects a person more spiritually, you think? Yes, it does. Okay. It affects you internally. It mm-hmm. affects your it affects your consciousness. It affects your aura. And then it affects your boundaries. The bound the boundaries around you becomes a lie. So no mm. one likes a liar. So wherever you go, you're gonna be known as look at that lying old whoever that the name is. And right. it's going to lower the vibration. So things are going to go your way. You're going to have to lie just to balance things out. Because you become the lies you tell. 
Mm. And so you're the lie. So everything about you is filtered through a, the, a mandible of lying, you know? Wow. And every time you lie, you open up your doors for other entities who love to lie to tap into you. Mm, absolutely. To experience yeah. the feeling of I lied to them. And then you become what's called, everyone knows, a pathological liar. Right. That they lie so much, it's like a crackhead. They just have to have the lie. Right. Right. And I do, and I do know, even just on like a, a just a mundane level, when you tell someone a lie, you give somebody else an, an excuse really to lie to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you lie yeah. to the person, someone, someone's going to come along and lie to you. That's just how it usually works. Yeah. You know, then you then people want to get upset. Why you lie? Did you just lie? Mm-hmm. Those. So, hmm. But that's deep, you know, on a spiritual level, how it breaks, how it breaks down and then eventually shows up in the physical in yeah. ways. I feel as if everything starts on the spiritual level first. Mm-hmm. Because I feel a, I feel as if spirit moves a lot faster than we do in this human earthly domain. Okay. So I that's how I kind of navigate my life. I kind of force like they call it manifestation or daydreaming. I try to daydream a lot, at least ten times a day. If you ain't taking at least five to ten minutes out your day every hour to daydream, start daydreaming more. It's gonna it's gonna enhance your creativity. It's gonna make you feel good, make you look younger. Mm-hmm. It feels good to the spirit. It's like you're spiritually working out when you daydream and you manifest. People call it manifesting now because it's catchy. But, right. you know, back in the day, they called it daydreaming. Mm-hmm. 50 years ago, they probably called it something else. But it's the same thing, just in a different tongue. Okay. Okay. So, okay, so you know that I am like an advocate for mental health uh, awareness, okay. mental health matters. You know, every Monday I'm chiming in about that. So, how do you, do you think that lying and mental health uh, kind of go hand in hand with each other? Do you, do you think that? Yeah, lying and mental health goes hand in hand together. Mm-hmm. Whenever, I, I consider mental health, someone who has mental health challenges mm-hmm. is someone that isn't mentally balanced. And there's different levels of mental health, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone may seem as if they have everything going great, but they may be secretly abusing someone on the low low. That's mm-hmm. a mental health issue right there. Mm-hmm. There may be someone who's straight A student, whatever. They're cutting themselves because they're not happy. So a lot of the mental health issues aren't like evident. A lot of them, people lie to themselves to believe that they are okay because it feels good when they do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now, I think that we all have a little bit of <laughs> mental health issues, right. but most of us won't get the help they need. Right. And it just grows and it festers. And then it bleeds into everyone else you're around. And that bleeds into everyone they're around. You know what I'm saying? Right. The same way when you give light does. When you help someone um, claim their divinity and choose to win and start being a winner out here in life, it changes the, the next 10 people that hear them and get inspired. Right. So I'm trying to fight the darkness by flooding the light. Uh, okay. 
Okay. But I'm not going to go knuckle to knuckle with darkness. That's a fool's move. <laughs> I might win, but I'm going to get scraped up. Right. I'm going to take the cool way. Right, right, right. Wow. That's interesting because I, I, I do agree with what you're saying. It definitely resonates with me. Definitely. And like I said, this type of information people need to know mm-hmm. or, to, or, or to take into consideration, you know, mm-hmm. and just really be... um receptive to what you're saying I just think that we as humans need to teach other humans that wherever you're at it's okay I was Mm -hmm. either there or I'm going there there's no one that's perfect there's no one that's perfect everyone is insecure about something Mm -hmm. that's the culture we live in We're we're, we're glammed and programmed to be this perfect specimen but that perfect specimen has a lot of issues that they're dealing with too you can't see it because they look appealing but mentally they may feel inferior yes you know Mm -hmm. so everyone has something going on but who cares about it that's why that's how I say I say who cares not about the world but about my my shortcomings I'm going to win anyway Hey. Every day, every uh-huh. day, y'all, I wake up and I got the same issues most people have, and I say I'm gonna win anyway. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta convince myself every day to be a winner. Yes, and make it look easy. It seem easy, but I gotta convince myself every day. You winning a day, bro? Look at you. <laughs> look at you, I bro. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every day. Hmm. I love it. I love it. Like I said, you know, I love your energy and I love the winning. It's like, it yes. is so very uplifting. Very uplifting. Wow. One thing I want the listeners to, to know and feel and work on is developing your will to succeed. Make sure. Develop your will to succeed to be stronger than your need to fail. Mm. A lot of people need to do that. Yeah, I may fail, but my will to succeed is so strong, failure doesn't even exist. Failure only starts when you stop. If you're mm. doing if you're doing, how are you failing if you're doing? Mm. Yeah. Money, money doesn't equate to happiness. People who think money gonna make them happy never had money. Mm. Because if you're unhappy without it, you're gonna be unhappy with it. So wherever you are financially right now, give thanks for what you have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're in a... You're living better than mo- wherever you... Even if you're homeless, you're living than most people, better than most people on earth. Yeah. So we yeah. got a lot to be thankful for over here. And I give thanks every day till it tickles down low. Yeah. I'm on the verge of crying almost every day. I don't yeah. show the world this, but this is who I am behind closed doors and this will help me win I do a lot of self work yes so necessary you have to do that work you have to you have to And so what would you say what would be a couple of examples that you would give to someone who's listening about what self work is you know me I became a solar adept about four years ago me and like 198 people around the world we connect with the sun and got it to respond to us in the sky. And self-work was every day for six months, rain, sleet, snow, I'm out there in the sun 
saying divine prayers, giving thanks, and just choosing to evolve. It took me six months to do this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take everybody six months. My daughter did it in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. My wife did it in three months. But I had a lot more to work with. I had a lot of other things I had to dissolve in my life. And the sun will not respond to you until you embrace joy. Mm-hmm. So you don't care if people are like, look at this crazy fool out here looking at this sun. What is wrong with this guy? Every day, though, Chris? On my lunch <laughs> breaks, when I get off work first thing in the morning, sunset every day, saying divine prayers, choosing to evolve, doing breathing techniques, mm-hmm. every day, ancestor practices, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So self-work is that consistency dedication and you choosing the the ability to choose mm-hmm. is the strongest weapon that humans have mm-hmm. i don't care what's going on in your life make left right up down whatever you're doing you're making choices just choose to evolve choose to win stop choosing to lose you have to choose to lose mm, it's a choice it it's is a choice, a choice. Absolutely. And that's what stood out for me when, when you said when you talked about the solar um, practices. But when you and you said choosing to evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that's like the first step. Mm-hmm. Making that choice. For me, once I decided to surround myself with people that forced me to do better, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. I chose to evolve I chose to do better in my book Wealth Consciousness I talk about how your five closest friends dictate how much money you have you're a percentage of your five closest friends income Mm -hmm. so do the math if you're doing better than your five closest friends you're the best of the losers who wants to be the best of the losers so me, I had to clean my plate. Hurt a lot of people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Hurt a lot of people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But I started to go out and get other friends who are winning financially. Okay, so what do you mean by clean your plate? Just to be clear. You know what I mean by clean my plate is take anyone off. Like you got a food allergy. You got to take away all foods and slowly, incrementally bring foods back in that, that you know aren't making you sick. And a lot of people or a lot of friends that are on our plate, we're eating them and it's making us sick and we can't even see it because mm-hmm. we're used to it. Mm-hmm. We've been complacent. And when you get feel complacent, your reality becomes complacent. It mm. takes it takes more than human effort to win out here. How yes. Many, how many times you try to win alone? No, 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 no. You go so far, but these folks out here, millionaires, billionaires, you best believe they're doing other things to win. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. they wasn't, everybody be a millionaire, billionaire. <laughs> right. They're doing what you ain't doing. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and we know one of those things is rituals. Off the Facts. Back. They doing rituals. They're telling you not to, but yeah. they doing them. Yeah. Yep. You tell most people you're doing a ritual, they think of, oh, this, you're in this dark alley with these candles and these <laughs> you know you got this pot with smoke coming out of it no. right and you in a circle of salt see something yeah. like that. You know, got a circle yeah. stuff that you see on TV right yeah. right and, I'm, and I mean brushing your teeth is a ritual right and that's how rituals should be you don't have to wake up and say oh I have to brush my teeth I gotta put the toothpaste on it then I gotta turn the toothpaste on and then I put it my- you don't <laughs> think about it it becomes you exactly 
and your exactly. teeth get and your teeth get clean because of that ritual. Exactly. Without that ritual, ritual your teeth will be falling out. Exactly. Exactly. And that's all a ritual is. Something that you do every day. <laughs> yeah. Without thinking about it. Right. It's just right. what you do. Wow. Okay, so let's go back um to the word try. We talked about that before. Let's talk about this word try. We hear mm-hmm. it so much. So much. I try. You try. I tried. For me, when I hear tried. It's like an excuse. Well, I did do a little bit, you know. Um, how do you feel about the word try? I used to, like, have a word try tattooed on my forehead because I was always trying things. Mm-hmm. But now I do things. Okay. And that's just it. I don't even use the word try, mm-hmm. you know. I use it sometimes when I'm explaining things about other people. But as far as me using it, no, I'm not going to use that word because it's not a winning word. Mm. It's not a winning. I tried. No, 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 no. I did. I am. Mm-hmm. I does that. Whatever type of language you want to use. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Anything but try, right? Anything but try. We have to I... stop, stop using so many low vibratory words of lower power. We, we need to start using words of power. I am. I did. You know, mm-hmm. not I'm going to. It, it's already done. Done. I'm just, Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just physically catching up to what's already been done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I have heard, like, in some cultures, and especially African cultures, the word try does not even exist. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't even exist. So why yeah. does it exist for us? <laughs> Another limitation that we fight for. Mm. when you have so many limitations that you're fighting for there's no room to win Mm. so I did a ritual when I first Mm -hmm. got on my spiritual path Mm -hmm. I wrote I got a piece of yellow parchment paper I got some red dragon's blood ink we don't have any we use red ink but I use red dragon blood ink and I wrote down all the negative aspects of myself that I wanted to dissolve okay and then I wrote I got a yellow piece red dragon blood ink and I wrote all the positive aspects of myself that I love and what I wanted to enhance mm-hmm. so I burnt all of the, uh, the unfavorable aspects of myself in the red cauldron and I kept the other one on my altar because I wanted my ancestors to help me out and be help me remind myself of what I need not what I want but what I need in my life and everything that I didn't want I burnt away and they burnt out of me everything that I wanted speaking to you today Mm. and that was just something for me Mm -hmm. a lot of things a lot of the spiritual practices that you do they work you can call them a spiritual placebo if you want it doesn't have to it it doesn't have to be true as long as it gets the desired result and whatever tool you use to reconstruct the tapestry of your reality if it works you're winning Mm -hmm. you're winning who cares how you got there you won no one cares about how you got there they know you're winning Mm. awesome so let me ask you a question for the listeners Um, you mentioned an altar of course I have one (laughs) but Mm -hmm. can you explain to our listeners uh, what an altar is an ancestor altar sure an ancestor altar to me is a way to give back to your ancestors that's transitioned Mm -hmm. 
a lot of your ancestors are in a place right now. They're in, a, they're in an unfavorable place right now. They need things. And some of your ancestors, if no one in your ancestor altar, I'm assuming if no one in your family has an ancestor altar, they're out there suffering. So what I did is I created an ancestor altar, put pictures of my ancestor out there, and some other tools that I put on my ancestor altar, and I light candles to let them know I'm, hey, I'm about to feed you. Whatever I eat, I give them a little bit of it. They don't eat it, but they take the energy of the food. And then I burn some ancestor money, at least $10 billion a night. Your ancestor altar is nothing more than a, a physical representation of your spirituality. In the beginning, you're going to have a small ancestor altar. But as you grow, you're going to start having dreams about your ancestors. The ancestors you forgot about are going to start coming to you. And they want to eat too. Put my picture on there. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So there's we have millions of ancestors. There's no way you can put all your ancestors on there. So me, one of the first things I do after I say my three divine prayers is say this is for my ancestors known and unknown. Mm -hmm. So that encompasses all my ancestors. Now, say what you want. I'm talking about my experience. Since I've been doing this, my income has more than doubled and I'm not doing it for the money the income's doubled my my joy has doubled my health is better my, I think better I walk with light I walk with kingship I just I don't know I'm winning on all levels since I've been doing this and mm -hmm. I'm not hurting nobody I'm helping I'm telling my ancestors I love you granny I miss you I hope you're doing well take these prayers take these foods take this money and do something nice for yourself wherever you are I'll never forget you I love you and that's just for my grannies I got other people that I love that I've transitioned to and I'm just talking to them I'm confessing my love to them what's wrong with that what's spooky about love right you know what I'm saying right so I give them blessings and they give me blessings too and I love the blessings they give me they always on time. Mm -hmm. I quit a job 18 years making great money because I felt that they didn't respect me enough. You know what I'm saying? The money yeah. was good, but I didn't feel respected. So I told my ancestors, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to go and tell my wife I'm about to quit my job. She going to look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I told her, she was like, baby, I understand. You've been stressed out. You missing your blessings. I'm glad you quit. I was like, whoa, that took all the weight off me right there. Wow. That took all the weight off me right there to have a queen that understand that my feelings mattered. Mm. And, my, and my ancestors blessed me with something else. And I'm making more money now. And I'm winning. Much more comfortable. They love me. I'm out here winning. That's just a little power of the ancestor altar that worked for me. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love it. I love, love, love it. And I definitely, the ancestor altar is, it's the way to go. <laughs> it really is. It, that definitely will change your life. All your definitely. problems go away once you get your altar. Because your altar is going to alter your reality. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe me, try it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Try it for yourself. Don't just be like, oh, he said it did buzz work. Don't try it. Right. We gotta stop believing people and start knowing it works. Right, right. We become slaves to beliefs, but without knowing, and we call beliefs truths. Mm. You don't even you don't even know. Right. You only know what you've experienced. Right. Start walking out. Start walking down your with your no system out here in the streets. Exactly. And that's that's how I feel. I always say that believing is one thing, but knowing is something totally different. <laughs> when you know, you know. Knowing is a firm, 
foundation, you know? When you know, you know. And you cannot be moved. You can't be you moved. Know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I love that. I'm about to use that one. You can't be moved when you know. <laughs> when you know, you know. That's right. There's no debating. There's no toiling when you know. When you Absolutely. No, there is not. Believing is like, uh, it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing it is. It is. It is. It is what it is, what it is. And that's it. That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Yes. Wow, man. Wow. Well, we have covered a lot in this um short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't wanna I don't wanna talk about everything because I want you to come back. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm here as many times you need me here. Amazing. So, Mr. Chris Enlighten, um do you have um maybe one last thing or a message or a quote or anything that you would like to share with the audience, with the community. You know, one quote that I'd like to use is winning starts before you begin. Mm. Stop being everyone's flashlight. Stop trying to jump in front of everyone's karma. You can't help anyone until you help yourself. You don't change the world by shaking people on their shoulders saying, Hey, you change. You change the world by being the light that you wish you had in your life. Mm. You have to be a beacon of light for those searching for light. Stop worrying about the world, what's going on, because it has nothing to do with you. A lot of the things that we see is a reflection of people's karma catching up to them. And that's what we witness. Karma is nothing more than momentum. Whether you do good or bad, it's coming back to get you. It's like your spiritual social security card. You can die, come back, and it's still on you. Oh, God. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and choose to win everything you do. Choose to win. If you have to fight to win, you're fighting too hard. Winning comes easy to winners. Mm. Stop scraping your knuckles trying to win. Mm. Yeah, do more wow. of what you love to do. No one ever got rich doing things they hated. <laughs> Say that again. No one ever got rich doing things they hate. You Doesn't work it. like that. When but you really I was... think about that, it makes it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I will stop there and save some more for other shows. All right. <laughs> all right. So, Chris, let us know all of your platforms. Let us know where we can find you. You know, uh, me right now, I'm in my writing phase. So, I haven't really been on Instagram and Facebook much, but you can always find me on YouTube on T H E E. It's called The Enlightened Journey. T H E E, Enlightened Journey. You can go out to Amazon and pick up any one of my five books, um, The Enlightened Talk. My poverty consciousness, my third book, wealth consciousness, my fourth book, dissolving your limitations, and my fifth book, consciousness equals choice. In my book, poverty consciousness, I have rituals in there that will help dissolve poverty in your in your in your consciousness. And in wealth consciousness, I got mm. some rituals in there that will help you usurp your usurp your financial divinity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, y'all better go cop that book. Yeah, I better <laughs> cop about it. Wealth? Man. 
Man, read that's an easy read too. Mm-hmm. I ain't making no I'm not making no big um thick four hundred pagers. My eighty pages and under. Let's go. All right. All right. No excuses. No, no excuses. excuses. Straight to the point. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, I would like to thank you for being on my podcast. I'm full of gratitude. Glad and to be here. Thank you so much. And um, we will conclude our show for this evening. I am Ms. BJ Martin, and this is Snails with No Shells. And a quote that I would like to leave you with is, just remember, just like the sun, you are necessary. Y'all have a great evening. I love y'all. Peace.